Good morning. It is Friday, September 24th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. It is Friday, which means it's the day that we begin preparing our hearts, our minds, our schedules, our families for the Lord's Day. We talk about this every week, but it's a helpful reminder to see why we do this. We do it because we know that a lot of times by the time Sunday comes around, we're in no position to sit and hear the word preached to us or fellowship with one another. We've stayed up late on Saturday night, maybe getting work done or just being careless. Sunday morning, we're tired, we're groggy. We might be grumpy as we sit in our pew and hear the word preached. Just can't wait to get home. And suddenly, we've missed the whole point of the Lord's Day altogether. So we start today, on Fridays, hearing the word from this devotion today and meditating on it and letting the Spirit do its work to prepare our hearts. And through our hearts being changed and worked on by the Spirit, we prepare our homes and our schedules. So that Sunday is all it should be, a feast, one that we can fill our bellies and our souls on when the Word is laid bare before us. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and we will dive right into it. This is Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 1 through 16. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet, according to Shiganoth. O Lord, I have heard the report of you, and your work, O Lord, do I fear. In the midst of the years, revive it. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Taman, and the Holy One from Mount Paran. His splendor covered the heavens, and the earth was full of his praise. His brightness was like the light. Rays flashed from his hands, and there he veiled his power. Before him went pestilence, and plague followed at his heels. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and shook the nations. Then the eternal mountains were scattered, the everlasting hills sank low. His were the everlasting ways. I saw the tenants of Kushan in affliction. The curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. Was your wrath against the rivers, O Lord? Was your anger against the rivers and your indignation against the sea when you rode on your horses on your chariot of salvation? You stripped the seath from your bow, calling for many arrows, and you split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and writhed. The raging waters swept on. The deep gave forth its voice. It lifted its hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their place, at the light of your arrows as they sped, at the flash of your glittering spear. You marched through the earth with fury. You threshed the nations in anger. You went out for the salvation of your people, for the salvation of your anointed. You crushed the head of the house of the wicked, laying him bare from thigh to neck. You pierced with his own arrows the heads of his warriors, who came like a whirlwind to scatter me rejoicing as if to devour the poor in secret. You trampled the sea with your horses, the surging of mighty waters. I hear, and my body trembles. My lips quiver at the sound. Rottenness enters my bones, and my legs tremble beneath me. Yet, I will quietly wait for the Lord of trouble to come upon people who invade us. Let's pray together. 
Lord, our passage is long today, but it doesn't feel long once it's read. Lord, we enjoy reading passages of Scripture like this the most, ones that describe you, where these biblical writers grasp for language to try and describe our God in heaven. Lord, help our minds and our hearts be elevated to lift up our affections towards you today. From these words in Habakkuk, we pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Okay, we are at the very end of Habakkuk. There are just a few verses left, and if you know anything about the book of Habakkuk, you know these last three verses are the most famous, and we'll have to wait till Monday to hit those three. But our passage today comes at the tail end of this book. And what has happened so far? Habakkuk has brought his complaint against the Lord. The Lord has answered. Habakkuk doesn't like his answer, so he brings a second complaint against the Lord. And the Lord answers again. And finally, which is in a weird way to end the book, Habakkuk gets the last word. The last words of the book are not the Lord's response, but Habakkuk's response. And oh, does Habakkuk respond. Our passage today is the prayer that returns back to the Lord. The final heart of Habakkuk after the Lord has spoken to him two times now. And what do we see? We see Habakkuk literally grasping for imagery and language to describe his posture before a mighty God. One of the most awesome images that Habakkuk brings up here is how the wrath of God shoots through the world. His bow drawn full of arrows that will pierce the hearts of his enemies. Actually, he says the heads of his enemies. It's just like how the Lord pierced the earth with rivers and scattered the land by piercing it with rivers that run from the sea all the way through the land. I mean, isn't that just amazing, poetic language to describe the wrath of our God? In between all this imagery, in verse 13, Habakkuk says something amazing. He says, You went out for the salvation of your people, for the salvation of your anointed. And then he says that he crushed the head of the house of the wicked. These are the ones who were wicked towards the people of God, towards the anointed ones. And the Lord went forth for salvation for his people. At the very end of this prayer, in verse 16, we get a very similar response to how Job responded before the Lord at the very end of the book of Job. If you remember, For about three, maybe four chapters, the Lord responds to Job. Job has heard all of these voices speaking to him, all of these influences telling him to curse God and die for all that has happened to him. And when Job finally turns to the Lord and the Lord speaks at the end of Job, it's one of my favorite passages in all of scripture. To sit and read it in one sitting, it does make your jaw drop. And Job's response is this. I will stand with my hand over my mouth, for I have nothing to say to you, Lord. And in our book of Habakkuk, we get a similar response. Listen to what he says. I hear, meaning I hear the the Lord's response, and my body trembles. My lips quiver at the sound, and rottenness enters my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. It's this imagery of, His body cannot stand up against what the Lord has just said, whether he agrees with it or not. 
His body is trembling. His ears have heard it. His lips are quivering at the sound of the Lord's voice. And yet, what does he say? I will quietly wait for the day of trouble to come upon the people who invade us. He says, okay, Lord, I will wait. I will be quiet while I wait because what you do is going to happen and it will be for our good. I will quietly wait. My friends, I am going to school for biblical counseling and it's it's really hard for me to read passages of scripture and not just immediately think of biblical counseling circumstances. Will this passage be helpful for someone who's dealing with grief or anxiety or anger or lust or shame or guilt, whatever the situation might be? And I have found one of those passages here in the book of Habakkuk. I feel like this book is so relevant to us, to people. We are wanderers constantly. Like the old hymn says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. And we come to passages like this one in Habakkuk where we ask questions of the Lord. We don't like his answer, and so we dig in more and complain more. And the Lord finally responds. And will we respond how Habakkuk does here in verse 16? I will wait quietly for the day of trouble to come upon people who invade us. My friends, if you don't think this passage is one that's relevant for our day, if you don't think this is already just one of the greatest passages to think about someone who doesn't agree with the Lord and his heart is changed by the very word of God, just wait until Monday. Just wait. Let me close us in prayer. Our God in heaven, Lord, what a joy. It has been a joy, Father, to be in these books of the Minor Prophets. It seems like every day just life is flowing from these pages from these books that we just glance over, these books that are tucked in parts of our Bible where the pages are still sticking together because we've never opened them. Lord, what life we see in this book of Habakkuk. God, it's not just a passage that makes us fall in love with you more. It's one that makes us fall in love with your word even more. Habakkuk's heart was changed. His mind was changed. His attitude was changed. Because the Lord spoke. You spoke to him. And you gave him your word. And he was a new man. God, we love your word. It does change us. It does change our attitudes, our hearts, our minds. And Father, we look forward to every devotion, every opportunity to feast on your word. So God, will you prepare our hearts for the Lord's day that's coming up soon? We want to hear your word preached to us. We don't want to hear it so that our ears are titillated. We don't want to hear it so that we're entertained. We don't want to hear it so that it reaffirms things we already believe. Lord, we want to hear it to convict us, to change us, just like Habakkuk is in this passage. We pray these things in your son's name. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.